Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney, the voice of Korra on The Legend of Korra. And me, Dante Bosco, the voice of Zuko on The Last Airbender and General Iroh on The Legend of Korra. Each week we'll recap and discuss another episode of The Last Airbender. I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but... Amazing guests stop by from creators to cast to super fans to chat all things Avatarverse. Are we saying that this is possible in the Avatar universe? Varney, we gotta spread the word. Now fans can also check out our weekly video pods too by subscribing to the official Avatar YouTube channel. That's a lot of fire, isn't it? That's right, we're on video this season, everybody. So whether you're a super fan with encyclopedic knowledge or you're brand new to this incredible world, it's Fire Nation time, Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar, Braving the Elements on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, it's Roy Wood Jr. We've got a little something different for you today. Now, you remember before the pandemic, you could stand around a water cooler and talk to your coworkers. We used to call it water cooler conversations, even though there was never really a water cooler there. Anyway, two of my good friends, Daily Show correspondent Dulce Sloan and Daily Show writer Josh Johnson, are known around the building for their water cooler conversations. And they turned it into a podcast. This is your chance to hear these two people go back and forth the way we get to hear it all the time in the hallway. The podcast is called Hold Up. Have a listen. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Hold Up. We are the show that brings you the hard-hitting topics that you don't think hit hard, but we know do. You know, it's uh, big opinions about small things. It's things that make us upset that you probably haven't even thought of. We go against each other every episode. I'm Josh Johnson, writer for The Daily Show, joined by Dulce Sloan, correspondent for The Daily Show, and one of my best friends. Um, Yeah, I am? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, wow. I guess, I guess if you have to ask, then like. No, wow. no, no, no. You know, sometimes you realize that like the way you think about people isn't always the way they think about you. So like I consider you one of my best friends, but mm-hmm. you're always glad to hear it when somebody says it out loud. The confirmation is nice. I, I get you. Because honestly, this is, this is the other thing. I've watched it happen in real time where it's like, mm. oh, man, that's my best friend. He's like, yeah, I mean, we cool. It's, ooh, ooh. Listen, I was sitting there at a, I was at a show Me and a friend of mine had gone to see um, It's Tashir Zameda and Nicole Byer Used to do an improv show together in LA mm-hmm. I think mean, mm-hmm. like UCB Franklin And they're very um, They're so good at it And they work really well together It was great to watch But I was sitting there with a friend of mine And they at one point They were like, clap it up if you're here with your best friend and neither one of us clapped and we started laughing. Uh, cause we're for, cause like at the time we weren't like tight like that. Yeah. yeah. But neither one of us clapped and we were like, ah, ha, ha. so I think it was great that we both acknowledged that we weren't each other's best friend. Yeah. Like now we probably wouldn't say that, but like at the time it was great because we're it was still like, to know each other. Right. And our, our best friend was a mutual friend. So Ooh. this friend Ooh, between that, us, that could get hairy. No, it's fine, because now we're just all best friends together. Yeah. Um, but at the time, it was like we shared a best friend, but then we weren't best friends. So now mm-hmm. we're all best friends, which reminds me, I got to call that bitch. She's got the Rona. I mean, I hope she's all right. Um, she's fine. They got this new pill that came out. Um, and El- <laughs> you ever heard about this antiviral pill they're giving people now for the Rona? I, I heard of it. I didn't know it had been approved and people were popping it. Oh, yeah. She's got it in, our, in you know... The all best friend who's firmly just part best friend. Uh, the shared best friend, she has it too. So oh, they're both on it. Yeah, it's it's a trip. But yes, we are 
best friends. We could have called this best friends, but again, Nicole Byer and Sashir Zameda have already taken that title. So, so what a segue. We, so what a segue. It's a hold up. <laughs> this is what this is. Um, we what are we talking to about today? Josh this Johnson. week with, um, you know, not news about the war. Uh, There's a not, war still? I, there is There is still a war. Not there news always about a the war? pandemic, you know, oh, even yeah. though we accidentally just gave you an update on pills that came out. We come to you today yes. with a, a fierce debate that both of us feel pretty strongly about exercise bikes versus bike rides. So at home yes. bikes versus yes. cycling out in the world. Okay. Now, listen, what side are you on? I'll tell you right now, I'm on the side of bike rides out in the world. Okay. I am on this side of indoor bikes. As someone who works in this industry, my face is very important. Mm-hmm. And I have been on a bike as an adult mm-hmm. and was very worried about my face the entire time. When you're riding a bike to your neighborhood as a kid, like I would do this at, like sometimes, like if I was on my bike, like, and my mom would come home from work, I would like try to like race my mom mm-hmm. while she was in the car. Mm-hmm. This woman had every ability to beat me. She's in a car, mm-hmm. but she would always like be like, ah, oh, you almost got me. And I was like, I looked at her, I was like, you can go a hundred miles an hour. I don't want to play this game with you. She's like, not but- in this neighborhood. I'm like, you're right. But like riding a bike as a kid, one, your body is way more. Uh, your body's younger. Your body's more supple. Okay. Yeah, you bounce back. You bounce back. Like I still have a scar on like my right arm from falling off a bike. Mm-hmm. Like still, we all have like falling off bike scars and stuff like that. But like, if you fell off a bike in your neighborhood, it wasn't like detrimental. But like, we both know grown adults in New York. The number of people that I know that have been. And they said they were hit by a parked car, which the logistics on that don't make any sense to me. I have a hairstylist who someone on a bike ran into her and broke her arm. Jeez. And I was like, how fucking fast was someone going on a bike? So it's like, like, think about like the number of times you tried to cross like that bike lane in New York, like trying to get out of a car or trying to cross the street. Fuckers are lawless. They're trying to take you out. Then there's the electric bikes now, which is just like a fancy moped. I don't care what anybody says. But like, I know people that's like, remember the dude who broke, we know who broke both of his elbows. It was basically in half a hula hoop for. Yes. Yes. I, right. I, I, I do know. Yeah. So this loser's in a half a hula hoop because he didn't want to take a car. He thought it was too good for the subway. I mean, the subway is a hellhole that should be, again, filled with concrete and ended immediately. But it's I like. I feel like you're coming from a place of fear. All right. No, I'm not. It's not about fear. It's I have seen too many people have died on a bike. Too many people. Because, like, there's a childhood nostalgia of, like, going to the corner store or whatever. Like, I had fun riding bikes as a kid, but I was also in a suburban neighborhood. We were mm-hmm. riding down, like streets that didn't have people roaring down them we were riding through cul-de-sacs we were like in nice area where people had decent jobs like i wasn't delivering food in the city like it just like once you put a bike in a city Mm -hmm. the whole game changes okay but i think that you're assuming i'm talking about just riding bikes in new york i'm talking about outdoor cycling i'm talking about being in nature being one with with the elements okay I feel like like exercise bike is too stationary. Huh? Something like riding trails and stuff? I'm talking about any bike riding outside. You know, exercise bikes, they're limited, okay? They don't actually give you the full bike ride experience. You're doing all that pedaling to go nowhere. You're doing all that pedaling to get off and still be in your living room. You're not talking about biking in a city because we both know that's a dangerous, dangerous situation. I mean, I'm talking about all of it. I, I see some people bike in the city that impress me very much. Now, maybe they get car doored once a year, but there are people that have navigated this city with a bike the entire year. You, anytime you order food, that's usually a bike. That's usually a dude on a bike living a fast lane lifestyle. Or a little man on a little like little scooter Vespa kind of situation. <laughs> Why um, does he have to be little? <laughs> no, he's not little. The thing is little. 
Oh, I thought you were saying a little man or a little Vespa. I was no, like, I was saying they like, both have to be little. No, because I've seen men who are too big to be on them, and that's my favorite. There's nothing like a man that's too big to be on the bike he's on. Like he got uh, like he loved his bike so much that this is his bike from when he was 15, and now he's listen, 33, and he's listen. he's huge. You don't even know how the pedals keep working. Some of these bikes are really expensive because one of my friends was like, "I got a $1,200 bike," and I was like, "Bitch, where are you going?" <laughs> Where are you going? It's a bike. Nigga, it's a bike. Yeah. Also, Sorry, are you an Avenger? Like, how are you How are you need to get there on a bike that's that stylish, that, that that's that sleek? 1,200 an American? <laughs> 1,200 of them things? A stack them and some things. change. A stack and some change. 1,200 A stack and two C-notes Listen, for a bike. For a bike, for a bicicleta. And you, where are you going? Where yeah. are you going, ma'am? But where are like, you going? Because you don't need gas. So go. where are you going? Where are you going? And she has it a must whole be car. Close. Girl, it was nuts. And I'm just like, okay. Um, but like I understand it's more places need it's just it's so yes, it is fear, it is danger, but it's like cause like those people who like ride bikes, like one of my friends. He is really into like BMX riding and he has this whole trail. Um, I should really find it because it's it's nice. Um The BMX trail is nice or the bike is nice? Well, he has multiple bikes. His BMX trail. Um, he's one of my good friends, so I should I should uh, promote his business if you're in uh the great state of Georgia. If you're um, in the great state of Georgia and you need a bike? Yes, go to Jared's okay. Place Bike Park. Uh <laughs> Hey, hey, if you didn't think I was going to get on here and promote my friends, you got your damn mind. Also, the last time I was on here, I should have promoted the one-woman show I'm producing, Don't Reach in the Bag, written by and starring Shalay with Sharp. So that's my own fault. Um, <laughs> it's my own fault. It's my own fault. But it's uh, so because he liked it, my friend started dating him. Well, his wife, who I became friends with, uh, Lace Larrabee, who's an amazing comic. She had to get into bikes because he was in the bikes. And then her mm-hmm. face was constantly in danger. The number of times she's been scratched up, cut up, the number of times he's sprained something or hurt something. Because it's like once bikes aren't on flat land, mm-hmm. that's also scary. Because it's just like, oh, let me ride through this mountain on this on these skinny two wheels. I'm like, that don't seem good either. Mountains are very, are very uh uh, uh angular um they're very much <laughs> not for I feel, th- this feels like you have a point but then you you didn't quite <laughs> formulate all the sentences structured together thinking, so now you're like is, you know mountains they got those curves that's hard like you've <laughs> ever gone on like a hiking trail mm-hmm. yeah, you've gone hiking before mm-hmm. and been like oh this is very precarious and that's on the feet that god gave you you understand mm-hmm. So it's like, if it's precarious on these two here feet, it's got to be more precarious when I put wheels into it. So it's like, it just, okay. there's just so much danger. It just seems so dangerous to like be in these places. And you're, it's not fear. It's precautionary. It's danger. It's me wanting to keep my face. I, all of the teeth that you have mm-hmm. are all the teeth you're going to have. You understand? Like when you're I mean, that's, that's not really true. Lots of people got fake teeth now. That's what I'm about to say. You lost your baby teeth and these new teeth came in and like, hey, these are the only mouth bones. Which is, first of all, mouth can we acknowledge? That's what someone, I heard someone describe teeth like that and it fucked me up so bad. It makes me not want you. Mouth bones? Teeth are bones. I know, but woo. Thank you. Isn't it weird? Isn't it weird? So this is my thing. This is where I'm I'm going to come at you right now with the logic you came at me with come on. last episode. Where oh, what you mean? You were Listen, like, you hey, you- you're not making points for diners. You're over here just attacking Waffle House. That's, I mean, that's how I'm feeling right now. You're just talking about the downsides of riding bikes outside. I'm not hearing any great points about these exercise bikes sitting down, looking like clothes racks, looking like low-rise skirt holders. All in American homes. Low rise skirt road holders is hilarious. Listen, I'm just saying that if you Peloton seems to have changed the game, right? Yeah, yeah. If you because before we were just on these stationary bikes watching TV, right? 
Yeah. Hopefully, or trying to read a book, which yeah, is yeah. wild. How are you going to read a book when you're tilting left? You can give yourself motion sickness. You like you look crazy. Can but, you imagine if somebody threw up? <laughs> tried to <laughs> tried to read Dickens while while they get Not miles Dickens. in. That's so funny. Like, what here, like, you just, read read Great Expectations and just like uh, 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 I've uh. seen I, the most of the number of people. I have seen more than one person, which is too many, riding a bike through Brooklyn with one hand for uh, reading a book. You're riding a bike in the street, reading a book. And I'm like, who is this for? Okay. So let me tell you this thing right now. This this will slightly undercut my point, but uh, I think that for you and, and the listeners, you'll enjoy it. I was in Brooklyn. And this is like, I can't remember how long I had lived here by now, but I was in Brooklyn and saw a true gift. I saw two different guys, right? So two different individual men mm-hmm. on a unicycle. One stop. was... Stop. <laughs> stop. You have to give me and who's ever listening time to create a mental picture of how these humans, how two people are on a unicycle. Is this a kids stacked in a trench coat situation? These are because two grown hipsters. Well, what I'm saying is like, cause you know, we 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 had as a friend, like as a kid growing up, you would like, if your friend had pegs on their bike, like on the back wheels or something, or you put like a friend on a handlebars or like a younger sibling, like, you know, if you had like a boy bike, also, can we talk about the fact that the whole distinguishing thing where they change the, you know, like for girl bikes and boy bikes, the the, the bars would be different in the mm-hmm. middle. Mm-hmm. It never made sense to me why the boy bike had the bar set up where if something happened, it would break the boy's testicles. Wait, it, what? So boy bikes, if you remember, boy bikes had the bar that went straight across. Yeah. And then girl bikes had the bar that went that dipped down. Yeah. But it made more sense to me for the boy bikes to have the bar that dipped down. Cause if anything happened, like if I hit something, if I hit like a bumper, if I fall off my bike, if I get hit in the crotch, nothing, some lips might hurt, but I'm not breaking things. Like these boy bikes, because like I had guy friends growing up, they would run over something in their bikes, they would hit something or whatever, and like this straight across bar. Would cause some problems. I just thought it never made sense. Also, it didn't make sense for there to be different designs for girl and boy bikes. So from what I was told by my grandmother when I asked this question when I was little, the Mm -hmm. dip was because, especially back in the day, a lot of women would ride bikes in skirts. So if they didn't have to lift their leg over the bar and they could just lift their leg over the lowered bar, they wouldn't Mm. flip their skirt in the air. Whereas the boys always wore pants and jeans, so nobody cared, so they flipped their leg over. Um, across. Wow, dude! Yeah. Shout out to your grandma. Yeah, just she's, grandmas be knowing stuff. She's a blessing, truly. Yeah. Tell her I said, "Hey," because <laughs> um, when I asked my mother, she was like, "Girl, I don't know." <laughs> In the 1980s and 90s, New York City needed a tough cop like Detective Louis Scarcella. Putting bad guys away. There's no feeling like it in the world. He was the guy who made sure the worst killers were brought to justice. That's one version. This guy is a piece of sh**. Derek Hamilton was put away from murder by Detective Scarcella. In prison, Derek turned himself into the best jailhouse lawyer of his generation. And law was my girlfriend. This is my only way to freedom. Derek and other convicted murderers started a law firm behind bars. We never knew we had the same cop in the case. Scarcella. We got to show that he's a corrupt cop. They can go f*** themselves. I'm Steve Fishman. And I'm Dax Devlin-Ross. And this is The Burden. 
Listen to new episodes of The Burden on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And to hear episodes one week early and ad-free with exclusive bonus content, subscribe to True Crime Clubhouse on Apple Podcasts. Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney, the voice of Korra on The Legend of Korra. And me, Dante Bosco, the voice of Zuko on The Last Airbender and General Iroh on The Legend of Korra. Each week we'll recap and discuss another episode of The Last Airbender. I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but... Amazing guests stop by from creators to cast to super fans to chat all things Avatarverse. Are we saying that this is possible in the Avatar universe? Varney, we gotta spread the word. Now fans can also check out our weekly video pods too by subscribing to the official Avatar YouTube channel. That's a lot of fire, isn't it? That's right, we're on video this season, everybody. So whether you're a super fan with encyclopedic knowledge or you're brand new to this incredible world, it's Fire Nation time, Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar, Braving the Elements on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We moved back to Miami. I was like nine. And seeing grown men sell weed on a bike. But it was never an adult. It was always a child's bike. Mm -hmm. And it was always a little girl's bike. So mm-hmm. look at a so you're thinking of a grown man. Imagine Trick Daddy, right? No, I saw it growing up. Yeah, Trick Daddy on Imagine, a bike with the tassels. With the tassels, and he's in a wifey, uh, the long the long jean shorts. It's Miami, so there's just you can just see the hints of baby powder on him. So you say it's you know fresh and clean. Yeah. Uh, the socks and then the slides. Also, he wiggled too much when he take off. So when he goes to kick off, he really just be pushing the handlebars too, like, like overcorrected too much. Yeah, because it's like, you know, this bike is too small for you. You shouldn't be here. Yeah. Um, bikes are fun. But like after, cause like after you reach a certain age or like once you hit like high school, I think you're like, okay, I think I'm good with this bike. But it's like for me, it's like, yeah, I'm going stationary only because... There's so much danger. Now, yes, a stationary bike is going to end up being clothes hanger. Okay. But like I said, Peloton has changed the game because you can, you can get the experience. It's a VR experience or 2D, whatever experience. And it's a community. What? It's a community. Who's she? The Peloton. What about him? It's a community. How the hell is it a community? I'm on a bike. What? You take classes with other people and other people are high-fiving you the whole time. I don't like that. Oh. I mean, now I feel like I'm making both our points. Like, now no, I feel like I mean, I'm fighting like, myself. I, no, I like that you can see the different landscapes and stuff like that. Not everybody can choose the class part. That sounds like it costs extra. Oh, it does that's, cost extra. Yeah. Of course. But I thought that's what you meant when you were like, no. they changed the game. Because they changed they, the game through community. I thought they changed the game because they put a screen on that bitch. I don't know if they were the first. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you want to feel like you're biking through the Alps? Here's this movie. Like, I thought that's how they changed the game. I, I, t- <laughs> I like I like how this multi-billion dollar corporation has funded like like classes and like seminars on health and fitness. They've they've in, they've invented all these new ways to be fit at different points of your life. And you were like, no, nah, they famous for putting the, the iPad in the front. Yeah. I mean, I, I listen, you know what? I did genuinely forget that they had those classes. That's not something I would want. To do. I, but maybe it's good because then the people sweat ain't because I've been in classes before, like workout classes, and people be sweating and then sweat goes airborne and then they sweat on you and then your sweat could be on them. And I don't wait, 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 wait. You're saying a lot of things right now. People be sweating and sweat. Sweat fundamentally is a liquid and any liquid can evaporate. Right? Okay, but you see, no, because what you just did, you tried to use fundamentally to get scientific and 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 get me 
confused that right now you're not making sense because sweat is that you've never had somebody sweat on you that i that i wasn't touching no think about it if you're in a workout class all of this sweat is just getting thrown into the air it's gotta land throw like you're making it sound like people are just emitting juices out of their like foreheads when you're in in, when you're in a workout class you're sweating and you've never been to workout class and just seen like sweat coming off of people? No, I've, I've never seen. If you see sweat coming off of somebody like smoke, that's a sick person. Not like smoke, you crazy person. But like it's. I don't know. I just have a. I just. I, I could be wrong, but the words that you use to describe what you're saying definitely feel like they're incorrect. I just have had people sweat on me and I don't like it. But from far away, like that. We're like, in a class. Everyone, in, there's 30 people in here. We're all fucking sweating. We're sweating. We're swinging limbs. Or it's a it's a cardio class. So if your arms are sweating and you're flailing your arms about, now the someone sweat can definitely go airborne. flick sweat on you. That's, that's what that's I'm talking a about. Thing. Okay, I thought that you were talking about just steam coming off of somebody. No, not like a cartoon. I'm talking about like the slit, like the you know you yeah. got your arms going. And then there's yeah. sweat getting flicked, and you got 30 people flicking sweat. I don't sweat like that. But I have seen people flick some sweat, and I'm like, you know what? Let me go to the next row. Let so me let go me one row both back. tell you. Okay, so I'll let me I'll go back to the unicycle thing first, and then I'll tell you about the exercise class thing. So with the unicycle thing, it was two dudes on a unicycle each in Brooklyn. They all both have their own unicycles. They both have their own unicycle. Oh, I like, thought you, you th- th- did you think they were holding hands? I know what I'm saying is you said two dudes on a unicycle. Yeah. So I thought it was two dudes on a unicycle. That's why I said where they stacked oh. up like kids in a trench coat. No, 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 no. These so it was are two, two individual, two individual, two. no yep. pussy getting men. I mean, I would describe them that way, but yeah, yeah, I think. Listen, two men with very strong calves. <laughs> two men with Goku-like calves. Because right. the thing is, it's like the seat on a unicycle is so uncomfortable. It's deeply uncomfortable. I've only felt it with my hand. I've never been on a unicycle because I don't have that type of balance. The amount of core strength that you need to be on a unicycle is truly impressive. That's why, like, think about, like, anytime you see, like, like, that's why when you're watching RuPaul's Drag Race, you see somebody do a split. Like, to the fact of this day that we're all amazed. Because you ever tried to get, I tried to, like, getting on a unicycle is trying to do, like, a pogo stick. Mm-hmm. Have you tried to use a pogo stick? I, I feel like I can use a pogo stick. Pogo stick is a bit easier because the wheel of a unicycle is what is is absolutely treacherous. Um, but then this is, this is what happened, though. So... They're going opposite directions towards each other, right? Oh, like a joust. One of them is looking, and one of them, I don't know what he's doing. He's just enjoying his uh, beautiful hipster day. Like, he's okay. just looking around. The other guy sees him coming and is like, hey, 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 hey. And then they perfectly run into each other. Perfectly is like the wheels come together first and then the body. For a split hit. second, they are a bicycle. And those <laughs> men. For a split second, they were a tandem bike. Those men scissored in the air and then fell down. <laughs> My question is, the guy that saw it coming, mm. why did he not move? I don't think he really got control of that unicycle. I think that they're actually, they're each other's yin and yang because I think that the guy that was vigilant isn't as good at unicycling and the guy that wasn't paying attention is so good that he doesn't have to pay attention. Oh, so one was overconfident and then the other one didn't have the skills to... Because I'll tell you right now, if I get on one, just me being balanced is a victory. I I don't need to learn how to turn. Because that's the thing this. that looks the most treacherous on a unicycle is trying to turn. Because it yeah. always seems like a, uh, it's like trying to like turn a, like like a buggy in a grocery store. Like you know when we have them, like just like a bad wheels and you're just like bodying this fucking shopping cart. Because I know when I said buggy, like a bunch of people just went, "What the hell is she talking about?" Josh knows what I'm talking about because he's from yeah. the south. But yeah. 
like just you ever like just have like a just a bad buggy mm-hmm. and you're like i'm gonna it's like a car with no power steering fluid it's like yeah. you just have to body this thing that's always how like unicycle always like you just have to scooch like you're just sliding across a really big booth in a restaurant looks to be how you turn on a unicycle and it all seems very dangerous to me yeah i think like that- too dangerous I think unicycling outside, if that was the argument, you'd have me. But cycling well, okay. what outside. About unicycling, what about unicycling inside? Unicycling inside means you just don't care about your stuff. What do you mean? Like you're going to fall and you're going to fall on your own stuff. No, it's a stationary bike. So it's a stationary unicycle. A stationary unicycle? I guess. I guess if you're already not going anywhere, that does make sense. Have you seen the under desk bikes? Yes, and I don't. (laughs) Tell me what you think about these things. I don't know if I believe them because I don't know if I do. I think that when you just are kicking, to me, there's something about being on exercise bike and cycling outside where your body is already positioned to like really throttle that pedal. You know, like you're you're really able to kick it. Uh, as far as possible till it comes back around till you can do it again. It's right. easy on the knees. It's better for you than running. It's like it, it's it's been figured out. The science is there. The under the desk bike where you just sort of kick and pedals you strapped into, it feels like the feet version of a straight jacket. Like it's just chaos. I hope we use the face I just made. <laughs> It's just chaos. Like, I know that it's they think they're exercising, chaos. but I guarantee you, you're not burning the calories you think you're burning. Well, is it? I mean, have you seen, oh, have you seen like those long distance lay down bikes? Those make me nervous, even if I'm outside. Those those feel like I need an open field to to maneuver in because those seen- just stress me out. I don't know why, but. Why? It's just because you're too relaxed. Like it doesn't feel like real exercise. It seems a little too different. You know, like when you see some, it would be like if you saw, if you saw a car that could just fully drive on its side, you'd be like, I don't know if I need that. I think I'm good with all four wheels on the ground, sitting horizontal. Are you talking about a, a car that just always existed just on two wheels? Yeah. I think if a car just was on two wheels driving sideways down the street, I'd be like, they're in danger. And that's how that lay down bike makes me feel. Because, like, I like the trikes, but, like, the ones where you're, like, sitting down. Also, I guess that to me, it, just, it still feels like, one, I'm sure it's much better for your back. What? They'll sit down bikes than being on, like, a regular ass bike oh maybe maybe so i i I don't know about that my thing is it looks like you are lost like there's never a time where i've seen someone use it where i was like man they're burning calories and working crazy every time i've seen it i've been like you look crazy Just imagine kicking under your desk like a baby all day to burn six calories. I mean, that's why I don't like sitting in really high chairs at restaurants because I don't like to eat where my feet can swing. <laughs> this feels like a different problem. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, you know, when you're just, when my legs aren't, it just feels like, you know, like, you know, you sit on like a really like high chair and your legs can swing. You just don't feel like grounded. Okay. I'm a short person, so I'm 5'4". Nobody will believe me because all my friends are like, I thought you were taller than that. I was like, I don't know what that's supposed to are be. You, you're 5'4"? Mm-hmm. I'm 5'4 and a half. You know what it is? You have, <laughs> you have a presence that is taller than 5'4". You know what I mean? Like, I think it's the way that you speak that makes people think you must be 5'6", five, 5'7". Man, what kind of life would I have if I was five six? Ooh, but if you were if you were five six, like that, I, I talk about that all the time. I know I'm getting away from bikes for a second, but like if I, I've told even in stand up, I've talked about this. If I was as tall as I thought I was going to be when I was little, I 
Like if I was a tall man, like six two, I'd be a problem. Oh like yeah, because I, w- we- I, w- I wouldn't even be me. I'm Listen, not gonna lie to you. Think about how many men we know who are over six foot or just six foot who are a problem. Like I don't even know if I'd be polite. Like I'm a, I'm a I'm a nice man because I'm pretty little. Like I, I know yeah. I know the the weight class I'm dealing with. Yeah, you know I mean I know who I, I can do, get bass in my voice with. I do hate it when a man who is eye to eye to me. Like that's why I think they had the phrase like I remember like growing up where like you would hear two men going back and forth. You just hear like I heard this man say to somebody, "You're talking real tall." If someone said that, I, I think it's your obligation to come back with a with a bat. Like I think I think <laughs> you can't. Like, hey, you talking real tall for somebody in this situation? And I'm just like, I fully, I as I became an adult, I was like, I really know what this means now. Like, you have no business saying mm-hmm. these words because I've definitely met men who had no business speaking to me. And it's. I thought you were gonna finish the sentence with something, and you just stopped it speaking did. to me. I did. I finished it with what it needed to be finished with. But there's just certain times you just see like someone engaging with somebody. You're just like, this is not right. How do I tell them that they have so- no business being where they are? Um, <laughs> like, please, sir, get off my lawn. Um, also, Ooh. we don't tell. <laughs> We don't tell people to get off my lawn enough. I don't even have to be on grass. But like, sir, get off my property. Oh, like, get off my lawn as an attitude. Yes. Okay, I see. I see what you mean. Not here for this nonsense. Get off my lawn. Like, mm-hmm. very much no trespassing. Um, no trespassing. No me toques. Like, backup loser. But, uh, yeah, those state, like those bikes where you, like, you sit down and pedal, they seem like they're much better for your back. Also, what it's a like, segue. <laughs> I know I'm good. Because um, I know I'm good for a tangent. I know I'm good to ramble. But like, because think about it. Like if I was riding a bike across the country mm-hmm. or even for like, I don't know, how long do people ride bikes for? They do marathons on bikes, right? How, how long is the fucking Tour de France? On, yeah. on bikes, yeah. But so. you're doing other, but, you, but if a triathlon is like other sports, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's, I don't want triathlon. I just want one athlon. <laughs> I, I don't know the Greek for the whole thing, but I'm pretty sure athlon implies more than one. Well, a marathon, you're just running. I know, but you said I want just one athlon. And I think that athlon. Thon so you think, will probably get you one. Marathon, okay. I think, will get you one. Did you ever hear the story of the first marathon, the like legend or the myth behind it? From the ancient Greeks or the Romans yeah. or wh- whoever them whites were? Yeah. Uh, tell me, because I think I have it under remember. Okay, so basically they, there was a war and then the messenger ran 26 yes. miles yes, to, 20 to deliver the message that the battle had been won. So when he got there, he screamed Nike, which is victory. And it's it's actually where Nike comes from. And then he died. So it's very weird that we, that we replicate use... the thing that killed a guy. It's like if someone did the first, it's like if the first uh, flight everybody died and then we were like let's just do that that's, what, that's what it feels like with exercise that's what it feels like, like it's because he ran 26 miles as an emergency he wasn't oh. like i carved up last night i'm feeling good this is what i have a hard time believing there wasn't a single horse that this man yeah. could get a hold of yeah it is it is weird that he didn't get a horse get yeah that's bro when the british was coming paul revere didn't do that on foot you know that when Paul Revere was doing his ride, there was somebody that was trying to smash. You know, there, there was somebody this... that was like, shut up. <laughs> I saw this TikTok where I guess this guy was being like the gay Paul Revere. who was going to it and was like, hey, girl, you know, the British is coming, right? Okay, good. Like, it was just, it was hilarious. Just it sounds like, like magic. Girl, girl, the British... I mean, they coming. And I laughed so hard. So hard. Because, yeah. like, when you think about these, like, little things in history, because it's like, 
everything's fucked up. So you can just take some little thing. It's like something silly as like Paul Revere, just like, I don't know, Ben Franklin and that damn kite just out I'll here. I'll tell you just, right now, Paul Revere probably would have had an even smoother ride on a bike. He would end up in the best ride in a car. What are we talking about? Yeah, but you can't just bring cars into it. <laughs> you know what we're here to do. You out here. And if he had a jet, if he had a private jet, then it, you know what I'm talking about. Imagine made, if he had I made a drone. A decent and, it was point, just... and then you undercut it with nonsense. <laughs> but isn't that what I do? <laughs> like, it's. <laughs> That's what I always do. You make a valid point and then I undercut it with not. That's what. I bring it to you every episode. What are you confused about? This is it's, not, I, it's not a confusion. <laughs> it's, it's not a confusion at all. I've been doing this day one. Can't stop, won't stop. Sorry, It's I'm not a confusion in the least. Okay. It's a genuine frustration. Yeah, I mean, it's a What genuine, you mean? It's this a, is what the people came here for. It's nonsense and confusion, precipitation. You see what I'm saying? You can't just add other words. You can always add other words. That's what words is for, baby. Uh. In the 1980s and 90s, New York City needed a tough cop like Detective Louis Scarcella. Putting bad guys away. There's no feeling like it in the world. He was the guy who made sure the worst killers were brought to justice. That's one version. This guy is a piece of shit. Derek Hamilton was put away from murder by Detective Scarcella. In prison, Derek turned himself into the best jailhouse lawyer of his generation. And law was my girlfriend. This is my only way to freedom. Derek and other convicted murderers started a law firm behind bars. We never knew we had the same cop in the case. Scarcella. We got to show that he's a corrupt cop. They can go themselves. I'm Steve Fishman. And I'm Dax Devlin-Ross. And this is The Burden. Listen to new episodes of The Burden on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And to hear episodes one week early and ad-free with exclusive bonus content, subscribe to True Crime Clubhouse on Apple Podcasts. All benders and non-benders alike, jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements, hosted by me, Janet Varney, and me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time, Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar, Braving the Elements on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I feel like it's only fair if I've swayed you a bit into exercise outside get, on a listen, cycling bike. If you can give me somewhere flat ground, no obstacles, no car doors, no no grown men on a penny farthing and a dirty beard. Um, <laughs> yo, did you read the article? Most men's beards are disgusting. Yeah, I mean, I... I didn't expect them to be uh, clean, pristine. and that was and that was our fault. That was our fault. You expected men to not be men, idiots. Not to say that all men aren't clean. I'm just saying that the ones that they've talked to who seem to have beards mm. um, are out here giving people face rashes. Uh, but I digest. So we've got. <sighs> Uh-huh. I've been doing that for years. You were literally like one of like four people who's caught it. You know, most people probably just think that I'm dumb. No, no, I'm just, I'm just paying attention. You know, thank you so much because when people don't catch it, I'm just like, do you not know I'm wrong, or do you? Not it is wild me? that you say it, but then you judge people. <laughs> not judge, not judge. I just want to see All if they'll right. go. Hey, wait, a, did she? I feel like without being a judgy person, I Mm. feel like there are instances that are quite small that lead you to judge. (laughs) 
thank you for not thinking I'm a judgy person. No, no, um, you're, you're very understanding of of people and like you know why they do stuff. But you're there. There are little things that I've seen happen. <laughs> like for instance, I think you would judge this person. One of the reasons that I don't I don't really love love exercise bikes is okay. because well, you take a Peloton, right? A Peloton, it's it's classically known. It's like it's like known throughout the whole community of like indoor cycling and Peloton stuff like that. That uh-huh. the shoes are hard to get out of the little cages, right? You really got to twist that shoe out. You got to pull it out. You know? Why would you um, need a cage for a bike that's not going anywhere? Because by locking in the shoe, the special shoe that you use for the Peloton, you're guaranteed to not like slip off or anything. There's special can get really shoes. Into it. Yeah, there's special shoes. This is the contract. So those things are very hard to get out of. So I I know of a person who um, was trying to like really get out of them, like wiggle out and everything, but their feet were stuck. They're also very tired from the ride that they just had. And so then they fell, they, they like stood up, but fell backwards and <sighs> fell off the bike backwards. And so now their feet just locked in. Like now they're just, now someone has to come find them. <laughs> like now they're in it. Oh, oh, yeah. I was talking with Logan about this because I was like, what do you do with that situation? And Logan is who? Logan is my buddy. Um, Logan and I do the the Josh Johnson show together. Um, and the Josh Johnson show is what? Oh, it's it's uh, my podcast. I, I do this. Always be promoting. I- Josh Johnson has another podcast called the Josh Johnson show. I hope we don't cut this out. I hope we don't cut out the promotion <laughs> from my friend Jared. Listen. We can promote other things. We'll, we can do commercial breaks and drops and shit. So listen, Josh. <laughs> I understand how nice it is to ride a bike. Listen, I was on a date on a bike. Uh, I think, and then I think after that, the dude might have stole my credit card information. But that's neither here nor there. So I was on a date on a bike through Central Park. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to one of my friends about it. And she was like, you went to get ice cream and then you rode a bike through Central Park on this day she's like bitch we had a Drew Barrymore date where you on and I was like it's a great real rom-com date that I was on but I never saw that man again one of the reasons is that he had duck teeth second reason thinking about some credit card but that's not that's not how do you how do you think a person stole your credit card were there not charges that what, you don't the, recognize it's they because my my card company sent me a new card like out of nowhere mm. And, like, I remember, like, I was buying something while we were on the date. And I handed somebody my card. And then I decided to sign for it on a pack. This was, like, you know, this was the summer of, like, 2020 when we were just, like, slightly, slowly. And you had to do everything outside. Mm-hmm. And I remember him saying to me, is that always how you sign your name? And I was like, what? Man, it, you know, your birthday is such an interesting number. Is it also your pin? Right. And then like literally like a month later, I got a new card and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, maybe he stole your credit card. Now, now I understand how it's a maybe, you know? Right. And so, but always was like, that was my fault with trusting a nigga with duck teeth. That's my fault. I mean, so I I guess. I I know you want to know what duck teeth are, but you're like, we don't have time to go through this. I, we... (laughs) We don't. We have to wrap up, which is a, a shame because I feel like we've covered a lot of ground, almost as if we, we were have, on a bike outside. Right. And so, like, I was riding through Central Park and there were so many bikes and then I was on an electric bike. And I was just like, oh, 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 so very much like a girl on a date vibe that hadn't been on a bike since the fucking Clinton administration. Because um, that's how old I am. Uh, don't worry, I was in high school in the 90s. Well, I was in school in the 90s. Shut up. So... I, uh, riding a bike in a park is nice, right? Okay. Because there are no cars. Mm-hmm. The ground is even. You're not climbing up. You're not trying to go up a mountain. There's no bike jumps. They're not doing this BMX, extreme sports, X Games shit. Because, like, all those bike tricks and things are really cool. Low rider bikes, very cool. But, like, I think for me... If you can give me a bike in a controlled situation, like a bike where I'm not going to be, I'm not facing all of these road hazards, there's no loose gravel, 
all of these things. If you could give me just a nice cul-de-sac yeah. or maybe like uh, an indoor track, even an outdoor track mm-hmm. but something or a nice park, but something where I'm not dealing with like the hazards of being on a bike, I'd be on a bike outside. The problem is most of the time people are on bikes as an adult. You're not in that situation. You're through a whole city that's trying to kill you in any way that it can. So maybe other cities aren't trying to kill people, but New York is definitely, like, New York is a Lake Lanier of cities. It's always trying to kill somebody. So I guess we've come to a slight consensus. You're into exercise bikes mostly because of the controlled environment. But if you get the right conditions outside, you'll go for a regular bike ride. If you can get me park on, like, a nice day mm-hmm. and a helmet... And a face shield, I get on a bike. Gotcha, gotcha. I get I, on a bike. I like being like being outside on a bike is nice, but it's like there's too many ways to die on a bike. And I I can concede that an exercise bike inside is better for tracking progress and making sure you're keeping pace. Because when you get tired on a bike outside and you're doing it for exercise. You just give yourself that little bit to slow down. But on an exercise bike, when you're on like a Peloton, you can tell that you're dipping in your cadence, you know? Plus, the other thing is, is like if you're on a bike outside for exercise, you're traveling a distance. So, like, if you go five miles from your house and now you're tired, Mm -hmm. how are you going to get back to your house? I mean, you're daring yourself with every pedal that you (laughs) you can make it back. Because it's like, now you got to get an XL, Uber, mm-hmm. or put your bike on a bus or a train. Yeah. Which no one's going to enjoy, by the way. No one's going to enjoy. When you're on the bus or train with somebody with a bike, and their bike is just bumping into people and rolling over people's feet, you're like, they don't know how to ride a bike. No. and then They're they probably those- just tired. I get that they're just tired from cycling as much as they've been cycling, but another part of you is like, you have a bike. It's like being on the train in your car. You have have a means of transportation. What are you doing now? You have other wheels. Why are you on these wheels? Get off Mm -hmm. these wheels. Mm -hmm. I don't have those wheels. I have these wheels. Get off these wheels. That does make sense. Yeah, it's... Because now they have those tiny bikes that you can, like, fold up. Mm -hmm. So you can bring them on the train with you. But then when you you see a grown man on one of those, I'm just like, you're not comfortable. I'm not comfortable seeing seeing you on this bike. There's no way you're comfortable on this bike. So now there's really nothing to do but to give it to you, the listener, to let us know in the comments. Let us know in your write-ins. How do you feel? Exercise bike versus uh, biking outside. Just regular, you know, cycling in the world with nature. We appreciate you listening very much. I'm Josh We do. And I'm Dulce Sloan. And we're here with Hold Up. We're here every week and we look forward to holding you up in the future. RIP Jack Knight. We love you. Listen to Hold Up wherever you get your podcast and watch the video version at dailyshow.com backslash hold up. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Jump into the epic world of Avatar The Last Airbender with Nickelodeon's official companion podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Listen to Avatar, Braving the Elements on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.